All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal Podcast. We are so glad that you are with us again. And we've had uh, quite a few guests uh, for a few weeks in a row. And uh, we have the entire crew back. Myself, Matt, and Brennan. How you guys doing today? What? What? Doing well. Excited to be back with the with the crew. Doing good. <laughs> Ready to rock. Man, I, I am too. And once again, Temporal Eternal. Um, it, our our goal is that it be a place where we discuss how to live for eternity in our relationships, ambitions, and time. And uh, what we want to talk about uh, first and foremost today is we kind of the the topic, if you will, the title of our conversation today is good enough. And uh, what we find many times, and I'll be the first one to admit this, is that um, mediocrity can be uh, so prevalent in Christianity in the sense of, hey, I, I'm just going to do enough to serve God. Like it, this is just good enough that and that could be in everything. Right. Um, and it, well, I'll uh, just do this in uh, my involvement in church or in uh, what things I commit sin wise um, in my prayer time intimacy with God. And um, we are just more trying to check a box instead of really surrendering our life to God. And um, it's it's definitely a challenging thing for me. I, I think about me and not that like even me personally, I'll start off is, is uh, it's not that I don't have a desire to pray and spend time with God, but I find myself um, allowing uh, busyness personally to dictate my time management. And so one of the first things that gets sacrificed is my prayer time and my sleep. And those two things, when you don't have your prayer time and sleep, those two things specifically set you up to fall into sin and temptation, no matter what it is, no matter what the area is, those two things really, um, Donald you know, gets angry cause. when he does no sleep. <laughs> That is true and hungry <laughs> if I'm hungry and no sleep. But but yeah, I mean let's just I mean I'd love to hear from from both of you guys a little bit on on good enough. What does that mean for you? Where have you seen uh yourselves uh you know, have you've kind of caught yourself settling when you know God's called you mm -hmm. to to give a little bit more or to a, a higher level of stewardship, or maybe even seen um in certain areas of other people's lives where you get, man, like I, I can totally see that. So I got stuck in a point, right? Like, when, right after I stopped, I, God told me I was done working on myself. Like, hmm. he told me to take a break, stop ministry, stop doing that, stop doing this. Take a break. Um, just do you, be you, and do stuff in church, but don't do it in church. But, like, be there, you know? Like, actually mm -hmm. show up. And, you know there's not too many Sundays where I don't miss church, but there is a point where I was like, I could, I need, I slept in multiple times and I just needed to sleep. And at that point I was thinking, is this good enough? Am I good enough right now? Am I hitting it good enough? This sleep is making me good enough. It made me feel good. Right. But I was missing out on church. Um, I don't know if that was good enough, but I think I do know, but uh, that's just one part of my life where I feel like God said, is this good enough for you? Cause it's not good enough for me. Yeah. I, I, that makes me think of, uh, 
probably recently in this last season being out of ministry, you know, we did, we did that a little bit. We like, you know, missed a few Sundays, but then even there were some times where I was just tired and because I wasn't on staff, there's been some times where I caught myself like standing in worship, but not, not engaging in the presence of God, uh, mm-hmm. sitting, sitting during the message and, you know, checking, checking the score on my phone or checking emails or something and, and missing half of the message. And so I've really tried to be careful of that and be more focused and not try to let like, oh, you have ADD. That's no, no, it's, it's me and a lack of discipline. But isn't that true? I mean, I, I bet you too, Matt, like the same way of church attendance, you could be in the house of God and say, oh, I checked my box. I went to church but I, I actually never engaged in worship with the Lord. Hmm. Um, actually, I, I actually never let the Holy Spirit or anybody speak to me. So I, I went, but I never let my life be changed. I wonder how many, because if, if I have yeah. done that, if I did that as somebody who was a former pastor, just even a few times, I mean, I would assume there's probably some people in the church that check the box of, oh, I'm good enough. I went to church. But did you participate with Jesus? Are you the one dozing right. off during the message? <laughs> For sure. Hey, and, and not even physically sleeping, because we have those, right? But yeah. even spiritually sleeping. Ooh. Yeah. No, like That's I mean, good. like really, like like absolutely spiritually, spiritually sleeping, a lot of times people think it's laziness. No, sometimes it's a la- it's a lack of awareness and a lack of participation on what God is doing. Mm-hmm. And what you decide yeah. to do instead of that is it's work it's being, you know, a workaholic, right? It's it's yeah. pursuing your own uh hobbies, sports, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No, and, and I think it it reminds me of that whole idea. And for myself, I have to ask that question, like whether I'm working in ministry or I'm actually, you know, experiencing God in a moment of worship uh, in my daily life, in my prayer life. Am I am I actually being a a spectator or am I being a participant? You know, am I watching what's happening or am I just kind of even glazed over and just checked out, uh, whether that's in my relationship with God, uh, period, or whether it's in ministry or it's in reaching out to other people. Um, am I a spectator or am I, am I actually participating in it? And I think that like, it's so important. Like we got to just a couple of things real quick. Like we, we got to break down the walls. Faith without works is dead, right? You know, it's not about our faith being all co- like, you're not doing enough works. You're not doing enough for God. You're not going to church enough. Therefore you're, you're a bad follower of Christ. It's like, no, it's, it's, it's what, what is the fruit that's coming from it? What, what is really like, uh, the the time that you're spending and we've talked about this a couple different times with with different people different guests but it's like are we are we invested in that are we invested in participating in what god is doing because man guys i know for me it's so easy to get caught up in busyness and for those of you listening you know whether you're in ministry you volunteer at church um you're just going through your day the day to day you know it's 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 so easy just to run past all that god wants to do and so yeah i i think one i have to realize that and 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 mark that in my own life and say hey am i am i coming up here to intentionally participate uh, and you said it exactly like this Donald, like to to participate in what god is doing in the presence of god in that moment i think that's so important and then for me i think another thing to to really think about is my frustration level and what I mean by that is 
when, when it when it comes to you know good enough or just checking boxes or like oh I've done enough God for for this for this week or for this day, I think I really need to like pay attention to myself and what if I'm starting to get frustrated with people frustrated with ministry, I have to, like the first thing that I need to go back to is all right where's I got to check my heart like where's my heart been have I been like abiding spending time in the presence of god to get my attitude right because the the quickest way to realize burnout i think is frustration you know and don't get me wrong there, there's times where you might be in situations where you're just overloaded and that really will frustrate you and it's not just because of you it might be outside factors but it does start with us and the decisions we make and the things that we say yes and no to and am i just getting frustrated with people because i actually haven't spent time to be fulfilled by the lord and my my tank spiritually is just on empty you know and so i, I think yeah I don't know about you guys, but I have to check that because if I start to feel that frustration creep in with people or situations and I'm just trying to blast it off on everybody else or blame other people, you know, not, I'm not saying that I do this all the time, but I think that's the first indicator that maybe uh, it's been too much and I'm overloaded. You know, we have to be we have to be honest with ourselves. So I think it starts there. A lot of times as Christians, we don't know how to say no when we get overloaded in different aspects of life. So I totally get that. Definitely. It's, it makes you tired to do what got you to do what you're supposed to do. So a lot of good people, right? There's a lot of good people out there that are tired to live for Christ. And hmm. they're tired because they are wearing themselves down. Yeah. There is, um, as you guys are talking, I'm like looking up a bunch of stuff <laughs> on my computer on my phone, just like things are kind of flooding back, uh, which is kind of cool. We roll like that. I mean, not to say we're not prepared, guys, but we, we try not to be overly prepared because we, we really do want the Holy Spirit to um, guide the conversation. And then also things start to uh, we want to leave room just to add things if they come. So Tom Flaherty, who's like an we got to have Tom Flaherty on here, Brennan. We have to. He's probably one of my favorites. So good. Matt. Um, Phenomenal. He's, well, let's yeah. get him on. What are we doing? Yeah, we, we really need to. He's on my list. He's on my wish list. Um, uh, May 8th, 2018 is when this is from. Um, this was mm -hmm. a uh, pastor's. They, they do these meetups with the pastors of the FTA in the Midwest. Um, and he spoke and he spoke about uh, just sin within leaders and pastors, especially lust, um, pornography, but just in general sin. And he says... Um, you know, leaders uh, tend to fall into sin because of uh, entitlement. And Pastor Tom Flaherty talks about, he says, when you are hurting or you're tired, you begin to allow yourself to become entitled and you try and change the rules. And mm. you start to try to justify, well, I deserve this or I need this because of everything I'm going through or everything that's happening. And I would say that's not just pastors. That's really just Christians, right? Is so many times we can, we can all of a sudden um, fall in conformity, right? And uh, conform to this world and into our sinful nature because we, uh, we have entitlement. Well, man, it's just been hard lately. I've just been going through it. I'm just tired. I'm just, and we, we began to settle, um, for, for just getting by or really not even, you know? And I mean, I, 
And I just, that, that was totally just, uh, kind of just so, um, impactful for me, you know, hearing that. And I go like, yeah, that's hundred percent entitlement. Like the reason that, um, I, I have fallen into sin, right. In my life personally, I'm um, in some areas, even, you know, in, in, you know, not in crazy capacities, but even in minor capacities within my marriage, within, you know, within just my personal life, right. Was selfishness and entitlement. And it's, it's where I start to, um, feel sorry for myself and go, Oh, I deserve more. And it's just like, like where, like where in the gospels does it say that? Like, mm. like, like where, like when you look at it and you go like, wait a second, like, I mean, the disciples, they, they, they died almost all of them. Right. I mean, they crucify your flesh, like for, uh, for, you know, for me to live and, and to die is gain for Christ, for the cause of Christ. If I, if I said that scripture in the right, I think I did, but, um, but, and then the other thing too, like, you know, even when we were talking about this topic in the, uh, Matthew five, where Jesus does the, um, the sermon on the Mount and, you know, you know, there are Pharisees that are living there, right. Teachers of the law, and they followed all the rules, the letter of the law. Mm -hmm. But then Jesus goes, hey, there's like a deeper level, like because you're just trying to follow all these rules, but there's stuff going on inside your hearts that matters. So, you know, you heard it said you shouldn't commit adultery. I say you shouldn't lust after a woman in your own heart, right? Or it's the same as as committing adultery in your heart, right? Uh, you said you've heard it said don't murder somebody i say don't even be angry and so he he said hey you're just trying to get by and to be honest with you those are just behaviors and the heart still isn't changed and transformed and that's really what i want to mm -hmm. focus on and i think there's a a a trap within christianity that we say like oh well i'm not doing this i'm not doing that yeah but you have a ton of jealousy and envy in your heart and your mind yeah but you're you know like, why are you following all those Instagram models? Right. You know, why are you like up? Well, I'm not, I'm not watching pornography. I was like, yeah, it'd be bad, but I mean, it's, it, you're, you're, you're dealing with the same thing. It, they might be have clothes on, you know? So, I, and don't get me wrong. Like I've been there, you know, I'm the first one to say it, you know, and that's why I can kind of speak boldly about it. Right. Because so many times we go like, well, it's, if this is better than that, or, mm -hmm. you know, like what pastor Tom Flaherty said, right? Like we have entitlement. We, I just, you know, I, I just, it's been, it's been hard. I, I feel sorry for myself. So I'm going to justify, um, not living my best for God. Yeah. And it's an interesting statement too, because good enough, you know, it's like, if you think about that, when you're doing things in life, how many times do you feel like it's adequate to say, well, that's good enough. You know, like how well am I loving my family? Well, good enough. You know, it just doesn't sound like a great thing. And so if we think about our relationship with God, I think what happens a lot of times is we, we, we put these things in like, in tears, like, uh, and what I mean by that is like levels of like, okay, well, uh, God, I'm, I'm doing enough, you know, like, I don't want to get to heaven. Like, honestly, guys, I don't want to get to heaven one day be like, eh, I did good enough, you know? And it's like, yeah. And I think as life goes on, every single one of us, we can attest to this, like responsibility in your life, what 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 takes your time, uh, what you're doing, like that that increases, whether that's relationships, family, kids, jobs, careers, passions that you have, like you're, you're, you're pulled in so many different directions. 
But the thing is, we have to remember is like these things should come out of the overflow of our relationship with God. Yeah. And so if I say that 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 flow is good enough, it's probably very suffocated, right? It's mm-hmm. it's probably pretty dehydrated. Like if think of a glass, you know, if I have a glass that's full and I pour out into other areas of my life, it's going to be emptied. And so how am I getting recharged? How am I getting refilled, you know, so that I can pour out into my marriage, so that I can pour out into the ministry God has called me to pour into, so I can pour into other people, right? And so if we have to realize that is like, I don't want to live by the standard of good enough, you know, and check in because and and hear us guys, like our hearts on this is that God has so much for us. If if we're willing to invest in what he's doing and realize what he's doing and seek his face and spend that time with him. And guys, I am imperfect. Like it's a busy season for me right now in life. And I can do be, I could be doing better at this, this week. You know, I can be doing better at being filled up by God, you know, and not just being passive in my relationship with him. But but how do we get filled up so that when we go to pour in these other aspects of our life, that we have adequately been meeting with the Lord for him to speak into each of those things and for him to be relevant and prevalent in our life to do so, you know, because it's 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 easy to slip into that, guys. Right. It's like it's easy to slip into eh it was good enough, you know? <laughs> and I just, I think we got to flip that upside down and, and not have that kind of mentality and say, okay, God, what, what do I need this week in order to pour out into my life and the things you call me to, you know, and, and take that day by day, week by week. Don't, don't beat yourself up because you messed up, you know, for a little while, or you, you haven't been there uh, in a bit. It's like, start slowly and allow the Lord to pour into you. You know, we can't do it alone. We, we have to start somewhere too. So I had a football coach one time, and he always said, "Up, oh, you're you're muted, Matt." I'm not muted anymore, right? Can you guys hear me? No, you're good. Yep, you're, you're good, good now. All right, cool. Sorry, I don't know how that got muted, but anyways, so back when I was in I was middle school, middle school or high school, I had a football coach, and he said. Always, always said, if I think, like, if I personally, Matt Atwood, think that I'm doing good enough, I probably need to go 10 times harder. Hmm. So I'm not, if I'm thinking it's just good enough, if I'm just putting just the right, just enough effort in, I need to go harder. Because when it comes to a lot of things, you have to put in more than you think. And it's more time, more effort more different, more, um, commitment in general, because so here's another thing. Here's another example. I was in elementary school. My, um, uh, music teacher, she was, um, in the plays and everything. Right. And so we were doing plays on stage. So we had to be very dramatic. Right. And what we thought was dramatic was not good enough. She said, you have to overdo it, overdo it, overdo it. And that then would come off the right way. So my thing is, is are you asking, is this good enough? If you're asking this, you probably need to be doing 10 times the amount that you're doing now. So that's my thing is keep doing it, but keep doing it more and better and keep going harder. 
a 72 exit or 10 exit, whatever you want to call it. So. Yeah, I, I think too, you know, um, when I think about just this whole thought process and mindset, there's so many different areas. Like, and one of the things like, you know, Matt really kind of came up with the concept for this episode and started a couple different ideas started flooding in. I, I follow a few different Instagram profiles and a couple of them are um, like, there's one, this guy, I think he did this book called like sex ed. He's a Christian, but one of the topics he, he always talks about is like, you know, where people ask like, okay, I know, you know, I'm not supposed to have sex before marriage, but what can I do? <clears throat> How far can I go, uh, you know, before marriage? And, and so there's, there's a lot of um, different angles, right? You can hit this on. And I, I think it really comes down to um, the heart behind it and the reason behind it. And I, you know, the reason really behind it is <clears throat> kind of what Brennan was saying earlier about getting to heaven, right? And this whole temporal eternal, this is all about eternity. And, uh, you know, eternity is, <clears throat> excuse me, is... Uh, in some ways we have pictures and descriptions of it. And in my mind, it's still a little mysterious. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. Um, but uh, the one thing that I, I do believe, right, is that, you know, we are going to, you know, see all the things that God did in our lives and that we were able to do. Um, and that, you know, we'll receive crowns, right. That will obviously give back to God, but, um, you know, there's, uh, there's just a, a principle of the reason why we talk about this is that, um, not only when we get to heaven, right. Cause, cause maybe there won't be like, I don't, I don't know. Like, do I think there'll be regret in heaven? I think it's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. You know, there's no tears in heaven. There's okay. You know, like I get it. So maybe, you know, I don't know about that one, but I, what I will say is even at the end of my life, which that's been very prevalent in in my life probably the last two years but especially probably the last six to 12 months is <clears throat> i want to look back on my life and um not have a bunch of regrets of of how much i could have accomplished um in my life and that's um not just financially that's just not ministries and events and um, but that's also within my relationships, within the places of influence. And so that's really the heart of this whole conversation is not to make you feel bad about what you're already doing, because um, at the end of the day, you might be doing a lot. The question is just more of like, okay, what's God called you to do? What's your, what's your potential? Uh, because what I've noticed is that God and those trustworthy leaders in your life always see your potential and it's usually greater than you. If you have good people around you and you have a intimate, um, real relationship with Jesus, uh, your, the, your, the people around you always see, you know, greatness, uh, before you I remember Lance Ainsworth was talking to me and I'm like opening up about my whole life story and the stuff I went through as a kid and the dysfunction of my household and all that stuff and how challenging it was. And after he does, he glances like a goofy guy and he's like, Oh, I was just talking to him this week. He's going to be on the podcast soon, but he's like, Oh, he goes, man, you're, you're a miracle, you know, you know, and I just, I never heard it 
And I never heard it like that. And I just realized in that moment that in the same way that I look through the New Testament and the Gospels and I see all these miracles, the feeding of the 5,000, the 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 woman with the issue of blood that was healed, the the young girl who had who had died and that Jesus had had brought back. Like there's tons of them. I'm one of those miracles. I, I'm a miracle of Jesus. Like I'm one of Jesus's miracles. And so when we when we realize that that hey, you're a miracle of God, it should excite us. And then also that man, because of that, not you're a miracle. Why? Because a because he loves you, but then b he loves you so much that he wants to give you purpose. He wants to give you something to steward. He trusts you that much because of his love and belief in you. And that's really what this this comes down to, guys, is, is that's what good enough is, is that we don't settle out of insecurity, out of lack of stewardship because life runs our, our schedule instead of us and the, our relationship with God running our schedule. And also mm-hmm. out of just laziness trying to take control. So uh, final thoughts today, you know, for, from you guys, uh, just – what are your final thoughts about this whole thing about good enough? Yeah, I would say, you know, I wholeheartedly believe that God wants us to enjoy our walk with him. Mm-hmm. You know, if we feel like it's just parameters and it's rules and it's God, I'm not doing enough. And I feel burnt out of my faith. I believe 100%. we're doing it wrong. Yeah, we're, we're just doing it wrong, you know, and I don't know what that looks like for for every person, but it's I know if I think if yeah. 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 And you, and one, you might be doing it wrong in a different way than somebody else, but also you may experience God in a different way than I do. And so I can tell you all the ways that I feel fulfilled and I meet with the Lord and many of them are biblical in scripture, you know, but I I think that's something that's really resonated and the Holy Spirit's been working on in my heart lately is a scripture where, where God challenges abide in me and I will abide in you, right? And am I abiding in the Lord? And that to me, I don't know what you guys, when I hear that word, it, it just, it's kind of a comforting word, like to abide, to be in, to spend time in, to be with, you know, to commune with. And I have to challenge myself to say, okay, am I truly doing that? Because I I want the Lord in my life and everything I'm doing. And something I try and encourage people with is that God wants you in the small conversations of your day. He wants you throughout your day. You know, like just be mindful of the Lord in your life. You know, it doesn't have to be this pray before food, uh, pray before you go to bed, like check in, check out. You know, I feel like this is a chore. No, God wants you to enjoy him. And and so, yeah, like we're going to, like scripture says, there's moments where we work out our our faith with with fear and trembling. Like we're going to walk through some things in life and it's going to be challenging and it's, and it's going to feel that way sometimes. But I truly believe, guys, that God wants us to enjoy the walk that we have with him, even amidst the trials, you know. And so I think that's a good point to, to think about for yourself, you know, is are you in are the things you're doing are the parameters that God uh, has set in his word that we are called to follow are you finding fulfillment? Are you finding enjoyment in it? And it's it's not just about that, like a fulfillment and enjoyment, but I believe that that's the place that God wants us to see in him. And so it's not a set of restrictions or rules that he is trying to, to put over our life because he wants us to just, you know, be disgruntled our entire life. No, he wants you to see that, hey, I've called you to a high standard to follow after me in your life so that you truly can see my best for you. 
And so to see that parameter, it's going to require us sometimes to sacrifice some things. But I believe that you're going to wholeheartedly find that fulfillment and that that enjoyment when you when you seek the Lord in that way. And sometimes that's even breaking things off of your life. So, yeah, I'll I'll leave us with that. I'll leave us with that. Joy and fulfillment doesn't mean it's easier. It means it might be harder, but it's still totally still from God. What are your thoughts, Matt? Yeah. So I, my thoughts are, is you're trying to have a relationship, right? So if you're having a relationship, you're going to have to give and take. So just as what Brennan was saying, you're going to get upset with God. His timing is not your timing. You, or he's going to get upset with you because you're going to go sin. It's just how we are, right? So what do you want out of a relationship? Do you want all of somebody or do you just want a little hmm. God wants all of your effort all you can do not just a little bit so just give it all yeah it reminds me of that uh that picture you guys and I think we've talked about it I think you actually brought it up a while back Matt where you know there's this little girl with this like messed up tore up little teddy bear and she won't let it go and Jesus is like asking for it and he has like giant clean big one behind his back or whatever and it's just like you can't out give God like and as, yeah. as, as, as you're saying, Matt, like the more we're just like surrendering to him and, and giving to him, he just gives us so much more. And this is, you yeah. know, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've seen in finances for sure. You know, you hear that a lot, but I'm not talking prosperity gospel right here. I'm talking about like just your life, your fulfillment, yeah. the freedom, for sure. the vision, the clarity to be able to see things um, and for God to use you in incredible ways. So really good, man. Good enough, man. And uh, that's good. God is. We don't so want to just be good enough. We want to be all in. Is this podcast good enough? <laughs> <laughs> Leave a review. Uh, no, but that is a perfect segue. Once again, thank you guys for listening this week. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Uh, please make sure you subscribe on YouTube. We'd really appreciate it. And as well, leave a review or a rating on um, Spotify or Apple if you haven't. And yes, we have some gear. Uh, if you want to support us, there are some really cool things we're, we're going to be launching. Uh, part of the proceeds are going to go towards that. Uh, some uh, So temporaleternal.com, we have some apparel as well. Thank you guys so much and have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you guys.